Oh, what does this button do? recording yay okay so we're recording and today is a different one hi guys it is episode 22 i always forget it's episode 22 of stuck inside and hungry all the time and today is the k-pod episode we're gonna be talking about k-pop and so with me to talk about K-pop, because I don't know that much, and a lot of people don't know anything about K-pop, like Mackenzie, who's not here. Um, <laughs> we have three leading experts oh, don't in say K-pop. That. Yes. <laughs> the three don't leading in experts there. in K-pop. We have Manuela Morgana and my sister Brianna joining us today for this episode. Mackenzie couldn't join us for this one because her internet decided to die. At last minute so my honorary co-host is morgana she's the co-host for this one for the day and yeah this is what we're doing i was gonna change brianna i was gonna change my pop socket to johnny but i got too lazy and i did it oh got you i have my oh no i don't know if you can see that i have my hold on back it up back it up oh, there, oh, oh, there, oh, yes, yes. No. Because yes, <laughs> if not, it covers his face. So I have my pop socket, uh, my AT's pop socket, and then I have my man, my, my beautiful man, Bang Tan. From Stray Kids? For, or ha- as Raul calls it, Stray Cats? Stray Cats. <laughs> oh my He's like, yeah, the Stray Cats. And we died when you said that. <laughs> the are like, yes, the Stray Cats. Hello, guys. Okay, so K-pop. K-pop is really big now. Um, What? Let's pretend like nobody, <laughs> let's pretend like everyone who listens doesn't know what K-pop is, which is highly possible. What is K-pop and why is it so popular? And yeah, anyone? I mean, Manola's been in the game the longest. So I guess feel true. like she has how long, authority. How long she, have you been in this Manola game? Manola has seniority. <laughs> let's see, I was 13. How old am I? I'm about to turn 25. So I've been in it for like 12 years. Damn. (laughs) (laughs) The the realization of like, oh, 12? (laughs) What was the first K-pop group you listened to that got you into? Um, Girls' Generation. Mm, Classic. (laughs) Um, What is K-pop? Well, what is K-pop? In the simplest definition, it's pop music that comes from Korea, South Korea specifically, um, hence the K. Um, why is it so popular? Um, it kind of it kind of gained popularity with like the rise of YouTube and stuff, and how everybody has like access to music from literally anywhere now. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, people in the comments, correct me if I'm wrong, but like I read somewhere that like. Korea didn't really have that much, like, natural, like, resources, I guess. So somebody was like, why don't we invest in, like, cultural things and, like, pop culture things? So then um, one of, like, the leading guys in K-pop, Lee Suman, who is the CEO of SM Entertainment, one of, like, the biggest recording companies in K-pop, um, he kind of pioneered this whole like k-pop idea of like making it like international and like using like english words and stuff and what whatnot um and then a bunch of other companies and groups like followed like after mm-hmm. yeah. i feel like for me since i've been introduced into the world of k-pop i guess for me why i like it or why i think somebody would like it is because like even if you're like, I'm not listening to that shit, but then you always end up finding yourself like moving <laughs> still. Or like if you're watching a music video, cause they're like so elaborate a lot of the times and like their outfits are amazing. So like you can't help but catch yourself just like looking at their either the outfit or the background or the dance moves. Or if you're just like listening to it, there's always like a lot of it is like really at least for what my sisters listen to are very dancey. So you just mm-hmm. can't help but catch yourself be like, just like bobbing. 
And you're mm-hmm, like, damn, exactly. <laughs> it's like when Taylor Swift has a song and like you can't stand Taylor Swift, but her songs get stuck in your head. Like Oof, that. that's me with with Shake It Off. That's like my guilty pleasure song. Oh I love God. that song. <laughs> and like you and like you're like fuck this song, but then you're the first one to be like, but the haters gonna hate hate, and then you're like <laughs> shit, <laughs> like that. She did it again. <laughs> she did yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's how I was with BTS because that was the first group Brianna introduced me to. Um, and I was like, this is I'm not listening to this, and then I'll start like bobbing like <laughs> silently and the Brianna exposure. Leilani will look at Brianna Leilani will look at me and be like we see you and I'm like I'm not doing mm-hmm. anything right. you like Krabby like Patties, Krabby don't Patties. Don't yeah. <laughs> like, you like, exactly yeah <laughs> exactly <gasps> okay we should do this we should go down the line since we're the k-pop experts honorary since Morgana doesn't want to be considered an expert um yeah, I like put myself in that for just like first k-pop group so i thought my first k-pop group was bts but i didn't realize it as i was like going through my memories and youtube history that i somehow had like back in 2012 that my first my first k-pop group i actually got introduced to without even knowing who they were was shiny because they were on a TV show called Hello Baby, where it was basically like they were left in charge of a kid for like a week. And it was just them being dads. What a show. I don't, I don't remember fully what it was, but I think it was like it's to teach them how to take care of a child or like what would you do in the scenario of taking care of that child. But it was them, and I was just like, wow, these guys have long hair. That's <laughs> weird. That's weird, but okay. Wait a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then later on, when I was, like, finally got into um, BTS, and I had, like, saw, like, the recommended that come up that came up on YouTube, I saw that it said, shiny, hello, baby. And I was like, oh, that's so, those are the guys. I'm like, years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, I just remembered. Wait, my first introduction to K-pop was not BTS. It was when um, Psy did Gangnam Style. <laughs> I think that's... Yeah, I think... Everybody, like everybody. I think technically for me that might be the same. What, yeah. what year did that come out? Was it 2012. 2012. Damn. Fuck. I, I know. Probably that, I remember was, that, that year very well. That was the year. I, we were 16, except for Brianna. She was 12. That was a that was a crazy year for K-pop because there was Psy Gangnam Style. Um, that was Chinese Sherlock Oof. came out. Uh. Um, EXO debuted. Uh, Big Bang Fantastic Baby came out. I remember that didn't, year very well. <laughs> didn't Hyanna go solo after that or during that time? Because I know that she did like a Gangnam Style with Sai. I think that might have been before because I think I knew who Jenna was before she did that collab with Sai. Mm-hmm. I, I think I knew her as a solo artist before then. I don't remember exactly Side when note, that was. For the people who are listening and are watching, I will be writing down the names of these people that they're talking about. <laughs> Close captioning. So you can see it. <laughs> um, yes. but I think also my first introduction to K-pop was technically Sai, but that wasn't like what got me into k-pop i think i have this very vague memory at being at an old friend's college campus and we were like hanging in a like hanging out in a hammock we're hanging out in a hammock like the campus hammock i don't fucking know and she had a friend who i guess was into k-pop and i think she showed us g by girls generation but again that wasn't what got me in but I, I think this was before what kind of got me more interested, which, funny enough, is actually Sistar, which I don't really listen to. <laughs> but I think I had seen a video of, like, a side-by-side of, oh, what's the name of the song? Shake It? Um, mm. It was side-by-side of the dance practice and, like, this little girl that went viral for doing the choreo. And I think she's kind of, like, popular for, like, doing just, like, K-pop choreos in general. I don't know her name. 
but I think I saw it like, oh, online. Oh, I know who I know who you're talking about. I, Maybe, I know yeah. her name, but I'm not gonna butcher trying to pronounce it. Yeah, but um, I think it was probably that I just like randomly saw, and I was just like, oh, I really like this song. It's catchy, and this dance is fun. And that might have been, I don't know when that was, but it was probably a few years later, like early college. So maybe like 2014, 2015, maybe, or maybe 2013. I don't know. I'm not good with time. Mm. So going into the world of K-pop, explain to everybody how these people become K-idols and the, the whole process that they have to go to like training and because it kind of reminds me of like soccer players when soccer players get scouted as like really young kids that they're like all right you need to come to move to this country and train for soccer your entire life Mm -hmm. pretty much yeah so as i mentioned before um lee suman has a recording company called sm entertainment but that's just like one of many 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 entertainment companies Um, basically they hold auditions and like anybody who wants to be a pop star or even like actors, like, I think they also have like an acting, like part of their company, um, or a dancer. Like if you just want to be like their background dancer, like you can do that too. Um, so they hold auditions like every once in a while, they even hold international auditions. Um, which you, oh yeah, I remember auditions once. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they hold auditions, you show up, um, you dance, you sing for them, whatever. And um, you get selected. And But just because you get selected to train with them doesn't mean that you will eventually become mm-hmm. like a K-pop star. Like you have to really like prove yourself. So you have to do like rigorous training and like dancing, singing, um, like media training. Like, do you have like the star like factor mm-hmm. and whatnot? And yeah, like a lot of people like don't make it and they, they can be like super like close and they just That's don't. crazy. And they start some, like super, super young. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. some idols trained for like years, like Jihyo from twice trained for like 10 years, I think. Oh really? Uh, Suho yeah. from EXO trained for a very long time. Um, I think you, um, you even have. I was gonna sorry, say, and then you... there's the people that like take like the rare people that take like two months, a few years. Yeah, I like, was gonna really say you varies on like your talent and like your presence, and like mm-hmm. just how, how quickly... bad they want you. Yeah, how yeah. good you are. Yeah, you even have people who maybe they trained with, like, older idols from that same company, but then they debut later. Like, um, Johnny from NCT, he trained with EXO, but then he never debuted with them. He debuted with um, with NCT, obviously. I think Irene from Red Velvet trained with Girls' Generation. Um, and, then there's, and then there's the opposite. Amen was very young, but he ended up debuting with like a group that was like a good five plus years older than him mm-hmm. i love johnny so love him, but... <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. yeah that's yeah yep 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 i remember when I brianna that... was going to audition and i was like does she really want to do that especially like the beauty standards in korea are like really really strict and mm-hmm. brianna's a th- brianna's a dumpling she a thick boy <laughs> listen i would i mean yes it is strict but there's certain companies that take it to like the extreme and then there's some that are just like we could just have you lose just like a tad more weight you'll be fine or like if you do your makeup in this way it's fine. We don't need you to like pull a, a Momo from Twice when for one week all she did was eat ice. That's crazy. To like to like I think it was like lose like five five or six pounds before their debut show, something like that. But mm-hmm. I mean, I auditioned and I was just like, maybe it'll happen. Maybe I'll just be like a background person because at that time, when I did. I don't remember if Taman's 
Press Your Number came out or Drip Drop, but there were background dancers that were not Korean. They yeah. Were very American. And I was just like, oh, that could be me. Mm-hmm. Mm. I mean, you gotta shoot your shot. You never know. Yeah. I also feel like, yes, there is that rigorous training, but sometimes I feel like, depending on the, the company, they just like see somebody and they're like, yeah, you're going to be the next idol. And like, it doesn't really matter how talented they are. Oh, so yeah. we're starting I early guess. with the hot takes. I mean, well, it's happened, I it's happened before with yeah, at least like, from I, I stories see... that I know that Brianna Leilani have told me that they literally just pick people up from the street and they're like, I can't dance or sing, and they're like, that's fine, but you look great. I'm like, yeah, yeah, they I, like I scout see, people. I see some idols who like really are not that talented, which is like kind of, and it's not their fault like at all. Like a lot of people like bash certain idols for like not having like as much talent as like others but it's not really their fault you know like obviously if you're presented with an opportunity like this of course you're gonna take it yeah i find it more like the fault of like the industry that like really wants you know a specific face and they prioritize that more than like the actual talent Mm. you know that's true the industry is messed up just like every industry yeah yeah of course we all grew, we we've all grown up. We are aware of this with, with talentless celebrities. <laughs> we, <laughs> we are aware of the problems. There. We've been there. Yeah. It happens everywhere. Problems. We know there are problems, and it, we acknowledge them. But it does not stop us from enjoying. Yeah, the sometimes the songs are just too good. <laughs> the music is good. Yeah. The music is good, and just like how pop nowadays, you can say that is actually not really one genre it's just what is popular you can say the same thing with k-pop because k-pop is a genre but it's so diverse and there's like k-indie which i think is also like a a term i think a musical term there's a lot of people that they you know they do indie they do rock like they have like bands who play instruments and you know yeah and there's more like bubblegum pop k-pop there's more like hardcore sounding more like hip-hop leaning and whatnot Yamish, or like some people be getting reggae influences some mm-hmm. people be sounding like ska sometimes they ska. i want to i want a ska k-pop band where is that <laughs> it's probably out there <laughs> to me like latin, latin influence yeah, western like latin influence vibes. oh my god the latin influence in k-pop a lot like latin people get every everybody from every culture because I think, okay, so I think the one thing that kind of, like, messes me up for, like, people who don't listen to K-pop or just, like, they look at somebody who listens to K-pop and they're just like, oh, you're a Korea boo, great. But if you think about it, it's, we're not a Korea boo, we're just appreciating the culture and just, we don't have to know the words in order to enjoy the songs. The same thing over here with Spanish music, because you can listen yeah. to Shakira when she's things in Spanish or for like the people who throw it back with Selena and have no idea what she's saying but they're just like this beat is good Mm -hmm. yeah or the bitch to gasolina all fucking day and they don't yeah Yeah, or or even if if you're somebody who just likes like instrumental music or like classical music that Mm -hmm. you know either has words from like a European language that you may not know or no words at all like why do you listen to it because you like the music. For me, it's the same thing. It's like they're using their voices as instruments. Yeah. And I like the way it sounds. So yeah. I just want to say know, the and best Sometimes thing. you're listening for the voice. You know, it's not what they're saying. Yeah. It's just like maybe the or just how it color of their voice you really like. Yeah, the sound and how it all works together, especially for like big groups. And, you know, you get people who all sound kind of different and they're all singing at the same time. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. Just yeah. the sound One, and the feeling. Like, okay. Like, for example... In um, in nineties nineties love from NCT, my favorite part of that song, and I have no idea what he's saying, is um Sunchan's part. Yes, because mm-hmm. he just Iconic. here's the thing: I have no idea what the fuck he's saying, but he comes in so smooth, and you're just like, <laughs> and I'm just like, ben and net then and net classic and i'm just like yes cheese make me yes yes and mark comes in and you're like 
Yeah, I've yeah. Sung Chan's part in that song is my absolute favorite part every time. And then of course in um Brianna, what's that song with Johnny in it that I really like that I play Misfit. over? Work it. Misfit. Work it. In Misfit by NTT, I literally rewind Johnny's part every time. Like I'll skip. NCT, what? we want it. NCT, we mob it. Baby, come and okay. get on my team. Okay. Let's run. Like, okay, girl. Brianna. Okay. Here's the thing. I literally was here. I was literally here for like five minutes, and I just kept rewinding it. And I was just like, I'm gonna get these words. I'm gonna get these words because we mopping. I remember when I when we first saw. I was the first one to notice that they had just put up a music video, and I was like, Brianna, they put NCT put up a new music video. And she's like, are you serious? And we're like, yeah. And we had just got breakfast. So we got our breakfast, <laughs> sat on the bed and we watched it and we went all the way through and then we reached Johnny's part. And I was like, Brianna, I need you to rewind it. And we rewind, she rewind. I had her rewind it. Like, I don't know how many times we didn't even finish the song, but I was like, Brianna, I need you to rewind it uh, one more time. <laughs> like, one more time. But then the freaking Spotify version of the song is long and he just throws Johnny all the way at the end and I'm like why you gotta do my man like that yeah because that was like a track video so that it's yeah. like a no they should just stick with the YouTube version it makes me so mad and that's what K-pop has done to me <laughs> yeah but you like even that there's a lot of rap hip-hop heavy groups or yes. some that, I like, like when a lot things. of the when at least the ballads rappers, I like when, like, the rappers of the groups, the ones who are, like, rapper rappers, like Suga from BTS, when he does, like, his solo stuff, and he goes hard, and I'll, like, listen to his stuff, and I'm like... With that Shweeto? Like yeah, when you let, when you let K-pop rappers just do their own thing, they go ham. Yes, they go off, and I live for it. Also, this pod will be very, like, SM kind of centered, maybe, because... They're kind of a big Oh, yes. I'm a self-identified, like, SM trash. Like, that's... <laughs> Hi, I'm Manuela, that and I am SM trash. We are <laughs> like, that aware is... that as a very big company that they are very problematic and things happen there that we are not fans of. But they know the formula and shit is catchy, okay? <laughs> and, like, they got good personalities and they got talent so but you see yeah. that's where that's like the kicker for like anything it's like we know that these companies are a problem but they put out such good shit that you're like really do good we work scare <laughs> we care. yeah we scare because we but care like that and i will kidnap a thousand ever- children before i let this company <laughs> die it's literally that <laughs> so there will be a lot of mention of nct because we are all fans of nct as I well love, i love them so much just saying um, um, but we are we do have other groups that we are interested in which i feel like would be a good topic yeah. we could discuss um, some groups that a good a good i guess for someone who doesn't know or really um who's trying to understand the world of k-pop or is just curious if you go on netflix and see blackpink's documentary mm-hmm. that's a good documentary that's i watched it with my grandma and she was like now she loves blackpink oh <laughs> She does. Who's her bias? <laughs> she has no idea. <laughs> she has no idea. So those who who don't know, if you don't know anything about K-pop, pi- bias is basically your favorite in a group. But why is it called bias? That's my question. Because you're biased weird, towards that person. Yeah, but mm-hmm. why can't you just say like, I don't know, who's your favorite? That's, like, that's, 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 that's the like. terminology that they decided to go with. I don't know. Yeah, that mm-hmm. was there that's before I was there, so... Oh, so it's that old. Yeah. Damn. Damn, son. It's the, it's the bias, the bias wrecker, the bias wrecker wrecker. And then, <laughs> and then the ultimate the bias. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Who's ultimate- everybody's ultimate bias? Okay, well, let's explain what ultimate bias. Ultimate bias yeah, is like your I'm like, bias. <laughs> I, I just want to make sure that if anybody's listening and they don't know what we're talking about, that I they don't. understand. That is me. Exactly. So an ultimate bias is basically who your favorite is but amongst every group every member and anything that you listen to so they could be your bias in that specific group but they could be the ultimate bias amongst 
all of your biases. Like, they're your favorite of your favorites. Oh, so then mine would be Johnny, 100%. Yours is Johnny, yes. I love Johnny so much. Until until you get bias-wrecked by another group in person, and then he becomes your ultimate bias. And So a bias-wrecker, and, and any other wreckers added to it. Hmm? And that's how you become a multi-stan. Yes, which is dangerous and expensive. <laughs> but a bias wrecker... <laughs> which is dangerous and expensive? It is that expensive! Is, oh, no, I know because Brianna and Leilani... Well, Leilani doesn't work because she's 14 and she has no money. But she has Brianna. <laughs> and I'm Brianna is reckless. She'll be... She'll... Brianna, Sabrina. She will text me. She'll text me and be like... Stray Kids just put out a new, th- a new whatever merch. Should I get it? I'm like, no, Brianna, because you literally just got and hyphen stuff and BTS stuff that you forgot from last year. She's like, you're right. And then she'll text me, I got the Stray Kids merch. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god. I'm I not love, that bad, but like a sugar daddy to myself. Okay, let me explain bias wrecker, and then we'll go and jump back to that, and then we'll go back to biases. But bias oh, yeah. wrecker <laughs> is basically somebody who's like not your favorite, but they're like they're a threat. Like they're, they're getting up there. They're, they're into wrecking, the like, number they, one they spot. They're wrecking your list. They're like so and so is my bias, but this person over here is is creeping up, and they're they're messing with it's me. Like, it's like it's like that meme of me. that. It's like that meme of that guy who's like walking with his girlfriend, and then the yes. other girl walks by, and he's like, "Ooh, that is a hundred percent exactly." Yes. yes. Yeah. Um, but also, luckily me, I don't have a lot of K-pop merch. Funny enough, I only have one K-pop merch, and it is an EXO keychain that I bought. For seventeen dollars in New York at a K-pop store. <laughs> oh, is but, that when we went to New York? <laughs> yes, <laughs> I remember that. But the, here, we here's the, the kicker: a lot of K-pop groups don't come to America, and when they do, is very select cities, and is not often yes. And it's tier. never Florida, and very rarely Florida, except for when, BTS, and then the pandemic happened. NCT, the one year, and CG came here too. They went to Miami. Is that the concert um, you guys went to? Yeah. Yeah, and we saw Red Velvet as well. We also saw Red yes, Velvet. Yes, I remember yes. that. But again, as I'm saying, you gotta you gotta jump in quick. You gotta be the first one in line. You get those tickets, and don't be like me and like second guess everything. Because what happened is I ended up spending more money than I needed to for those Red Velvet tickets <laughs> because I did not want to miss it, and I was hesitating, and I could have gotten cheaper tickets. So. If you're going to be in the K-pop, you got to save your money. A lot of people buy the C- the discs, the CDs, and there's, like, different versions for, like, related to maybe each member. And then there's, like, there's, like, two versions of the album, which are basically the same album, but they're just aesthetically different. And then mm-hmm. people be like, I got seven of the same album because I wanted every person's album. But, yes. Oh, my God. Now we go circle backing. Circle backing. <laughs> bias. Okay, so... I- who is your ultimate bias? It has to be Bang Chan because you literally have a sticker of him. Um, here's the thing. I don't think I have an ultimate bias because it literally took me like six, like hilarious face. Six, <laughs> like six, six months to, to finally be like, Chan is my bias since Jake is. But but it's Bang Chang. Yeah, it is. It is fucking Bang Chang because you literally every <laughs> time you see him, you're like, Christopher, oh. Christopher. You see exactly. Yeah. Casa cerrado. Okay. <laughs> Manola. <sighs> well, <laughs> same. My ultimate bias is Lee Taemin, and yeah. I hate that man. I hate that man with all my heart. But we've been married ever since I was 13, so I can't. This is, you know, we're, we're astrologically compatible. I'm a Taurus. He's a Cancer. Like, he's... Here's the thing. I have a bone I don't, to pick. I want to be him. him also. I also want to be him. Just, like, his aesthetic and, like, everything is just, like, if I was a pop star, that would be me. Yeah. That's why I have a bone to pick with him. Okay, because fucking Taemin, <laughs> fucking Taemin, okay, fucking Taemin, god damn it, <laughs> like, Taemin. shit, fucking motherfucker, Taemin. <laughs> fucking Taemin, exactly. like, I will, like, I'll be totally fine, my day's going so well, and then fucking Taemin comes on it, and my ovaries explode, and I'm like, this fucking guy, fucking cancer, how <laughs> dare he, 
ridiculous. And then I want all of his outfits and all of his music mm. videos. Every time, what was it for idea? Oh yeah. When the idea music video came on, came out, Brianna called me. She goes, I need you to watch Tame's new music video because all of the outfits that he's wearing are your outfits. And I'm like, okay. And then she's, and she's like one, she's like two words, Valeria, satin suit. <laughs> and I'm like, she goes you need to watch it right now and i'm like okay i'll watch it. she goes no you need to watch it right now i want to watch your reaction so what brianna does is she'll tell me when there's a music video on and she no wants, reaction reaction and she wants to watch me watch it and usually my, this is my reactions most of the time like that's it and she'll be like did you like it i'm like yeah i actually really liked it but I'm like, <laughs> nothing Deadpan, but when yeah. i saw it when I saw it, I was like, oh, bitch, satin suit. And he fucking wrecks me. How dare him? Fuck Tame. Would you say he's your bias? No, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> when you were explaining it, I was like, yeah, it's fucking Tame it. <laughs> Goddamn. Yeah. Tame it. Like, I'll be in the car and I'll be listening to something and then, like, criminal comes on and I'm like, motherfucker. You know, funny enough, man. I would. Funny enough, I would say Johnny is my bias record. Not my ultimate bias record, but, like, my bias record in NCT. Mm. I also have, like, biases for, like, different NCT units, but that'll get complicated real quick. Yes. So. <laughs> yeah, because um, okay, for those who don't know, NCT has 10,000 members. Just kidding. They, have, um, they now have yes. 23 because they just added we, two well, new members. Yes. We could definitely we could talk all day about that, but yeah, I'll correct. put my two cents in. My ultimate bias is Dio, aka Do Kyungsu from XO. And I don't know why. Probably because I feel like we're probably the same person, like spiritually. Like he just <laughs> wants to sing a song. He's really done with all the shit. And he's a beautiful God love that guy singing. Talented man. And his acting he's is got great. the soul. He has the soul man. He just wants to put some soul in some that's song. The, that's the spirit in him. He wants to put the Soul back in Seoul, Korea. Damn. Wow. Uh, that's good. That's my right. Mackenzie joke for the day. Thank you. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's, that's me being Mackenzie. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I just, I don't know. Just a great guy. Great guy. Oh, and also. He, oh, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And EXO was like, I would say, probably the first group I like got, I like really got into. So he has like a, he's a, he got a special place in my heart. And also, I'm with K-pop groups, you know, they're always changing their hair. Like, the aesthetic is always different for, like, every group and every, like, music video, every comeback, which means when they are returning with a new single, it is a comeback because they are returning. And... Because <laughs> they're coming right. back. Uh, <laughs> but, um, so, for me personally, it's hard to memorize people, especially when they are in big groups. And EXO is a group that, when I got into them, we're a group of nine. So um, just all these men with different hair colors, changing their hair colors every, like, few months. And I'm just like, I don't know. Was that, was that nine with the Chinese members or without the Chinese members? Because I actually don't know, like, the nine is one only Chinese member. Yeah. Oh. So, yeah, because I got they into They had the, 12 at some point. Yeah. Yeah. I was there for that. <laughs> yeah, see, I was <laughs> there not. for that. I, like, officially got into K-pop in, like, 2016. Like, right when NCT debuted. Like, summer of 2016. Great time. Which is why, like, I've been into NCT since, like, the beginning. So, like, they also have a special place in my heart. But, like, I remember EXO's Monster. Like, that song is iconic. To, it's, it's iconic to everybody. That one was, like, that was, like, one of my first, like, comebacks even though i didn't know them like before that comeback but that was like my first like exo experience and uh dio just happened to be the one that i could just point out first which tends to be the person that i tend to like in groups is the one that i can, <laughs> if I can point you first. out that's my bias <laughs> yeah <laughs> usually usually it changes sometimes sometimes it goes against the grain but well else? you know what i think that makes sense though because Oh, a lot of K-pop fans say you don't choose your bias; your bias chooses you. So, like, I, I think that makes sense that like you're obviously drawn to the same person each time for a reason, you know? 
Yeah. Johnny got me when I was watching Johnny's <laughs> communication center because Brianna put it on for me. She's like, I need you to watch him because he is you. And I'm like, whatever. And she showed <laughs> and me. I, sw- I specifically showed her the, the video the of him one. going to a target. Yeah. The first that was one. was the Ikea one. No, that was the second video. The first one That's was the when they left. Du- when, they, when they left. Du- <laughs> young target. Oh, or- yes. Oh my God. That was, so bad for young. That was mean. That was me, bro. It was so funny. Those my shorts. The Phoenix Hotel. Um, Leilani is currently in the room with me. Uh-huh. Can she say who her alt bias is? Yes. Yes. Yes, we love it. Guest appearance. We have Leilani. Guest appearance. My little sister the Leilani. The third of the, all the sisters. Of the fix your hair, Leilani. Tell her to fix her hair because I know she looks like a mess. Her hair is nice. Oh, okay. oh, there no, she is. Goblin nice. Santiago. All right. Leilani. Hello, my who's love. Your, who's your ultimate bias? In what? In K-pop. In, Every, K-pop. Everybody in, like in science, Leilani. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> She's too young for this. She hasn't thought about it. Oh, no, no. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, no. She has enough time. <laughs> oh, she has time. She knows. Yeah. She's she panicking. Um, it's either between Lino or Changbin. But other that than that, kids? I... Kids, yes, right? I, okay. I can't. I would have to say Lino. I don't know. I don't know Stray Kids that well, but I'm gonna say it's a good choice. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't yeah. gotten into them yet. I know I know Stray Kids like casually. Is Changbin the one that makes my throat hurt? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, 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 okay. Do you like to explain that? Because Ooh, I, I kid you not, I kid you not. <laughs> Like when he comes in, he like blah, 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 like that, and every time I hear him, I'm like my throat hurts for him. <laughs> what's that song? What's that song that I always um? What's that song that I always? Awkward silence. Oh, awkward. Okay, you need to listen to I'm awkward silence, and you will know exactly who I'm talking about because he makes my throat hurt. He makes my throat hurt. Okay, bye. Bye, Bye, Thank you. Thank Thank you for your input. input. I can't think about it. Thank you so much for coming. Tune in next week. (laughs) Um, We're all multi stands here. So, you know, we have groups. We have a few groups that we kind of like to focus on. Oh, do you know Um, who's coming up? Actually, hold on, side note. Do you know who's coming up for me as like wrecking my my wrecker, (laughs) wrecking my Taman? Is um, what's Brianna? What's his face from Monster X? Oh, I am. I am. I am what I am. Him. Fucking saw the music video. Brianna played the music. Brianna played the music video to Love Killer, and then he just comes in and he says, "I want you to eat me like a main dish." And I was like, "Motherfucker, what?" That's like when Taman. That's like when. That's like when Taman and Criminal was like, "Destroy me." Yes. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah." Oh yeah. My mom saw that. She was like, "Excuse me." Circle back into Taman. I love like all. I love like his <laughs> themes, like in his music. Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a religious trauma for me. Like <laughs> right up my alley. Right. right on my alley. That, that's what it is. Taman <laughs> is a very talented man. Debuted young, and he is all around like talented and anything he does his solo career incredible <laughs> fantastic <Or> never <laughs> before seen never been done before <laughs> yes so occasionally I, there will be group i will explain solo careers because there will be groups of, of you know all these boys and girls and then occasionally their company will be like hey you want to do this thing by yourself and they're like yeah so then they do their songs, their own thing, just like by themselves, which is called them being their solo careers. And yeah. Taman has a very great solo career. And yes, it. it is so good. Very talented man. Mm-hmm. Is, I think so far, goddamn him. <laughs> I think Taman. there's like a video, a video theory, which I saw that like, if you really pay attention to each one of Taman's music videos at one point, he's like handcuffed by rope or like bound by rope so everybody's just like 
I know he's trying to like tell us he has a thing for like bondage, but you could just be like straightforward with him. No, yeah, he he one of his concert like tours, like he had <gasps> like a whole performance where he's just like tied up. Oh, did you show that to me, Brianna? Yes, it's I think the one in did. Japan. It's the one in Japan, and I think the song is called like something door. Mm-hmm. Some something. Yeah, that's that's the one by Taman. I love that song. Yeah, <laughs> I am a door by Lee Taman. Um, Toy oh, door. By what Lee people Taman. don't know actually is like even though it's K-pop, there are other people from other countries that are also within K-pop. Oh yeah, there's mm-hmm. Japanese people, there's Thai people, there's Chinese, there's people of Korean heritage but born outside of korea and they're called foreign swaggers that's that's an nct oh yeah nct yeah those fuckers yeah those guys but um the foreigners yeah which i find interesting but yeah there's there's even um a black girl in k-pop right now um i think her name is fatu yeah black swan yeah i know there's a isn't there a chilean a half Chilean guy, Brianna? Yes, there was in a group that I actually think disbanded recently, Damn. question mark. There we so go. Good for him repping that 1%. That one. The one Chilean guy. <laughs> but yeah, so there's that. And at least for me, the best thing that's come out of my sisters being um, obsessed with K-pop is that I can eat Korean food now. And Korean food is great. Nice. Uh, that's what that's what was stopping you. Yeah. I got introduced to kimchi and kimchi is now my life. Kimchi is my life. Kimchi is my life. Kimchi is my life. I love kimchi. Korean barbecue is my life. Tteokbokki is my life. I love the love first it. time we tried kimchi at the Korean restaurant we have over here. The owner who is now our best friend because yes, we go there so we love often. her. I have my own designated booth and everything. She's her our Korean aunt. Jane. Shout out to Jane. Love her. Um, she, the first time we tried kimchi, she was like, are you sure? It's an acquired taste. And I was just like, I'm sure. Bring it. And then I fell in love with it. And then Brianna took I'm me addicted. and I was like, I've always wanted to try kimchi. And then I tried it and I was like, hell yes. Kimchi all day. And then now we have... um. There's a Korean supermarket by my mom's house, which we go to all the time. And then they get their pastries from a Korean bakery that we have here in Miramar that I've gone to called Paris Morning. And I went for the first time. Oh, there's a Paris Morning um, around the corner of my work. Bitch, get in there. Their shit is so good. Oh, I've been in there. (laughs) Okay, well, then you know. Their shit's so good. Korean food is just so good. Mm-hmm. it's spicy a lot of it's spicy but it's like i would love to visit it's so good i would love yes. to visit oh my god one time one day maybe when the pandemic is over maybe um hopefully you guys <laughs> should come down and i can take you to the korean barbecue place that i go to yeah and, like you can grill your stuff and you can like it's all you can eat and you can pick your meats and like all the sides that you want and shit like that it's a fun time Two words. Absolutely. Unlimited meats. Unlimited <laughs> meats. <laughs> we have you pick three and fucking Arby's over there. They have the meats. <laughs> but yeah, Korean food. It's a good time. Oh, side note. The Chilean Korean guy is a part of a group called W24 and they're still active. Ah. So, so good for him. Good for him. Um, what else about K-pop should we talk about? Or have we covered everything? As uh, best as we could. There's a lot of other stuff we could That's talk about. That's very true. They could take up several. Damn. K-pods. K-pods. Instead of K-cups. K-pods. <laughs> For real. Yes. We could, I don't know. We could talk about the conspiracies between companies or like the big three that's no longer technically a big three. Mm-hmm. Who are the big three? Go into the drama. Oh, the, the original 
big three would be um, SM Entertainment, mm-hmm. JYP, and YG. Okay. Give, Which give us one artist example from each group, so people who might know. Okay, so for SM, it could be literally anybody or, we've talked or about. Or Shiny, <laughs> sure, yeah. literally. Um, for JYP, it would either be Stray Kids or Twice, and then for YG, right now it's Blackpink. Blackpink and Treasure, who just debuted, but Blackpink's the one that's been. Oh wait, I have another person in my bias list. <gasps> Okay. Jackson Wang. Oh, yeah, you love Jackson Wang. I love Jackson Wang. God, he's God Chinese. And I love him. And he's an Aries. And he loves hot pot, and I love hot pot. And he loves dumplings, and I am a dumpling. So, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> he loves me. So, he loves Jackson Wang. Loves me. <laughs> I am a part of, we, part of the Wang gang. <laughs> Not Team Wang. Wang Not the Team Wang. No, Wang. So, they were called the Big Three because probably back in like the early 2010s maybe even before probably before too like but especially when they came to america they were kind of like the the main three of the k-pop scene like it's like mm-hmm. if you were from those companies like you were you were killing the game pretty much mm-hmm. and if you were a new group debuting under that company it's pretty much like guaranteed that you are going to be successful because mm-hmm. there are some like smaller companies and who like debut groups and like they never see the light of day because mm-hmm. it just they don't really have the money to like afford like advertising and like the fancy music videos and whatnot just like unfortunate because they could be like some really talented people out there um mm-hmm. but yeah uh-huh. and i would say that like since probably like in like probably the past like good 10 years maybe five, five, ten years, it's definitely shifted so that, like, I wouldn't say balanced, per se, because I would say that, like, SM and JYP and YG, they're still big, but I feel like a lot of the little guys are kind of yeah. popping up. Like, Cy, now, like, like, Cy, which we mentioned, he has his own company called P Nation, I yeah, think. P Nation. And he seems to be, like, a very chill like company like a lot of people that like end up getting moved around in like the bigger companies or have difficulty getting big they find success at his place That's, yeah I've i mean heard, the, three I artists, the three artists that i do know from p nation it looks I think like there's only have, three right it, now is it just jesse I think, jesse, like, I think there's like five of them but like the ones that are kind of like working it right now work it um is, is uh jesse hiena and don and mm-hmm. don yeah those are the three and it looks to me it looks like they have like a lot of creative um liberties liberties yeah and it For looks sure. like they just have more fun also i just like jesse because she's a sagittarius and she's from new jersey <laughs> so she's like bitch <laughs> my korean thea i love yeah. her but yeah, there's that. Uh, I know there's Cube. I don't know too much about Cube, but I know Cube's got some artists. I don't know what's up with them. Um, Blockberry. <laughs> yeah, there's probably Block, there's... Blockberry and Luna. Luna. Oh, guys, Luna. Not. I will say, Luna is a dangerous group to start first. I yeah, feel don't like start with Luna. <laughs> don't start with Luna. Get into some other groups first. They are twelve member group. There's a lot of like lore in their music videos which you don't need to know in order to enjoy the music and the visuals and whatever but it's nuts and it's Brianna do I know a song well by done. Luna? Huh? I'm asking if I know a song. Yes. Which you one? know um it's not so what it's uh why not? Why not? What is that? Oh okay okay. Oh yeah that song. Okay really got it. Great. Um but like they had a really cool concept. They're... They had like a really cool concept where they like debuted and I think they started what twenty I don't even know. But they started one at a time. And they like debuted one member at a time with like a single and then like they have subunits, which another K pop terminology is when a group usually has many members. Sometimes the company will create subunits, which are smaller groups of that unit, and they might specialize in a certain concept. 
in a certain music genre, something like that. So Luna has that. They have like three. So then like once like a few members came out, then they would do a subunit and then more members came out, subunit, more members come out, subunit, and then bam, official debut like early last year, I think it was. It was before. But no, no, because it was right when we got into them. When did we get into them? It was last year. When we got into them, Butterfly already came out, which was February of last year, I believe. Yeah, so right when we got into it. But that wasn't their debut. Well, it was like the end of the, they like debuted in like the end of the year before then. But I don't think there was a big gap. Maybe. But yeah, they were a small, from a small company that Mm -hmm. has like only like a handful of people like literally on their staff. Damn. But, um, yeah, they put, like, a lot of time and money towards them, and, like, they're a pretty, like, popular group now. They're, they're actually not even that popular in Korea, unfortunately. Sucks, because they're very good. Mm-hmm. But, like, internationally, they're very popular. Yeah, internationally. Like, the whole hashtag Stan Luna thing started kind of, like, as a joke, but, you know, it got a lot of people to, like, know who they are and, like, listen to their music. Mm. Brianna, where is, what label is Dreamcatcher from? Dreamcatcher is a part of I will tell you right now. I have too many um, companies. In Big my Hit life. obviously joined the game with um, BTS. Now they're a very successful company. Mm-hmm. Now they have TXT as well. Oh, I don't like their name. TXT? Tomorrow by Together? Can't, can't stand it. <laughs> can't, I think that's such a dumb name. Sorry. <laughs> think it's I, I don't get it <laughs> I don't also i feel like as we get older these groups start to become younger and younger because they debut around the same age that the other groups that are older kind of debuted at so you get to be like 25 and then like group comes out and they're like 18 and you're like yeah i'm now knowing that struggle so like okay so <laughs> back to yes. back to your back to your uh your question, Vava. Uh, Dreamcatcher is a part of Happy Face. Happy oh, Face okay. Company. But that, that's that. currently me because when N Hyphen debuted under Big Hit, I'm here like, yes, let's get it. There's like oh, three members. Oh, Big Hit? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, technically, technically, they're under one of the, the shareholders companies, which is uh, B Lift. But they're hit. within the Big Hit company. Yeah. But um, I think, like, three of their members are either my age or of the consenting age, <laughs> of, the, of the adult age. So when I'm here and I just, like, I look at Nikki, which is, he's the youngest, and he's 14, 15, which is the same age as my little sister. I'm here, like, you need to stop doing the sexy moves because I'm a 21-year-old lady. <laughs> and then we look at Leilani, and we're, who's fourteen, and we're like, "What the fuck are you doing with your life? What are you doing? Look at what? Look at him. What? Are, look at you. Looking at. <laughs> what are you doing?" And she's like, "I remember the first time somebody debuted who was like the same age as me. It was Jello from BAP, and I think we were literally the same age. He was born in '96." I think he was like 14 at the time when they debuted. And I, and I remember that was like such a big deal. Like, whoa, that's what, like someone my age is like doing this right now. That's crazy. And now everybody's younger than me. So, <laughs> yeah. Like then, NCT's youngest member, he debuted as a 14 year old as well. Yeah, 2016. And he was a 2000, 2002. Mm-hmm. He, he, like he just yeah. turned, in Korean age, he just turned 20. Who was that? Which if those who Jisung. don't know, Jisung, yeah who's also a very talented man, and he is one of the tallest members, even though he's the youngest. Um, But if y'all don't know about Korean age, which is less about K-pop and just Korean culture. Oh, in in Korea, when you are born, everybody is born a year old. Yes. I guess they count, like, the nine months as, like, you know, approximately a year. And then no one, your birthday isn't really for you to age. It's just like a celebration. So everybody ages up on New Year's. So like if you were born on December 31st, you're one years old. And then the next day you were two. 
The Korean New Year. What? Korean Chinese New Year. Is it? That's confusing. Do they have one? Korean Chinese New Year? It's the Chinese. Well, it is the Chinese New Year. I mean, it came from China, but the most East Asian countries celebrate or observe no, that no, same I New thought Year. They had, I thought it was January 1st, wasn't it? Mm-mm. I mean, they observe that New Year as well, because that's kind of like a worldwide thing. Mm-hmm. But they have that New Year as well. Mm-hmm. Hasn't the Chinese New Year not happened yet? But no, it starts already... February twelfth. Yeah, but they've already a lot of Korean idols have like expressed that they have. I don't aged. know. I don't. Know. That's good. Maybe for the on Western your birthday. Video. On your birthday in Korea, I mean, uh, this is what K-pop and K-dramas have taught me. Don't know if this is actually an actual like culture thing, but on your birthday, you eat seaweed soup. Oh that's, yeah, no, that's a thing. That's, okay, all, I, that's all, all I want in life. All I want in life is to I don't eat like seaweed, seaweed soup because it is so good. Mm-mm. <laughs> nah, son. Miso soup all day. Miso soup is good. I like miso soup. Seaweed soup tastes like fishy water, Brianna. It tastes like fishy water. fishy <laughs> water. Um. <laughs> That's what it made me think of when you don't this hit like a um all right well i guess this was <laughs> i don't know what else we could talk about but i feel like we've talked still a lot about lk pop mm-hmm. um at I, least a I good have, what i have an idea like I have so much left to say yeah, I, yeah. there's a lot to say, but also just, like, not enough to say. I just haven't been prompted yet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you waiting to be triggered? <laughs> I mean, but pretty I much, like I, have a, I have a lot. I have a lot. To end opinions. the podcast, I feel like we should recommend, should recommend our, a song. Okay. Mm-hmm, yeah. So I have everybody, everybody recommend one song. Morgizi, um, go. No, this is hard yeah, for me. Only think. one? Listen, I am right. the most easily pleased when it comes to music. When a group drops an album that I'm into, I listen to the whole album and I will add every song and I have like basically no problem with any song. Okay, I'll look go, at my I'll Spotify library. Then. I'll go first then. Here you go. First one, 90s Love by NCT. Mm. Second one, Tortoise and the Hair by Stray Kids. Yeah. That's a good one. Agreed. Like, do I go, do I go mainstream or do I go B side? Because K-pop, K-pop, they got hidden gems in the B sides. You could like, always you... do two, one, one main and one B side. What was that? What? You, could always you can always two. do two, one oh. main or one B side. Sure do. Hmm. I guess I could. Mm. More gazy. You can't suggest these things and not be ready. I wasn't ready, but I thought it would be fun. <laughs> but I thought it would be fun. <laughs> I thought a nice, you know, thing to end the episode with. We were talking about all these groups and stuff. What Brianna ask Leilani what two songs should people hear, or what should Goblin. she recommend? Goblin. Valeria would like to know what two songs would you recommend for the audience to listen to. She's going to have a hard time. Because all of us are giving one. She's like, why me? Okay, I have one. I'll suggest. Okay. NCT 127's Superhuman. (gasps) Yes. Superhuman. Change to the game. And me and Manuela and another friend of ours were blessed to have seen that live for the first time. Really? Because they performed, their, their tour was happening a little bit, their American tour happened around the time it was going to debut. Like it debuted like, the, and the music video I think came out like two months after we saw them. It like debuted in the summer and we saw them in like April. So they were, they, I think, performed three songs from that new album. Mm-hmm. And one of them was Superhuman. And do I remember anything that happened in that moment? No. All I remember is that I stood up and I was screaming and I was very excited because it was something I have never 
heard before from them and it was just so good superhuman and like the music song. video too is absolutely incredible wonderful visual effects wonderful talent mm-hmm. i could i recommend nct's entire discography yes uh, all of it but and watch will, johnny's communication center yes mm-hmm. Johnny's, they're like little like series yeah, of just johnny's them being little, like little youtube channel their personalities and stuff Mm-hmm. For any group, I feel like I love personalities for like the groups. Like I won't be into a group, but I'll just love their humor. I think like Stray Kids. I've watched like some Stray Kids stuff that is just mm-hmm. like just them being funny and not even really their music. And I'm like, this is I love this. Manuela, um, I will think your... on a B side. Does anybody have Manuela? You have a you want to share your recommendation? Yes. Okay. So I. I was like narrowing it down in my head. Mm. Okay, so I'm going to do first Butterfly by Luna. Um, I think that's a very good like first listen into first like dive into K-pop for people because it's like I feel like it's a very like chill song in a way Um, but still like dynamic. Dynamic. Yeah, there we go. Um, it's a very, like, beautiful message. I feel like Luna is, like, very much about, like, female empowerment in a way. Like, if you really, like, listen to, like, their whole spectrum of stuff that they have to offer. And, like, that song, it literally just says, like, fly like a butterfly. <laughs> it's, like, really pretty. It's, like, it sounds cheesy, but it's, like, really pretty and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then I have a Taemin song. It's actually a Japanese release because... Um, sometimes K-pop bands will like release songs like in Japan because mm-hmm. um, they have like a big audience over there. Um, but he has a Korean version of it as well. But it's called Sayonara Hitori, and it's Sayonara I think Hitori. His, yeah, Sayonara I think the Korean Hitori. title is Goodbye with like yeah, Korean stuff in the parentheses. Um, mm-hmm. If you if you like EDM, listen to that song. That song is fucking good. That's like beautiful. both songs include beautiful choreo. Butterfly yes. and Yes, very like um interpretive dance type choreo. Yes, this is beautiful. <laughs> yes. Uh for my B side, I've decided to go with EXO's El Dorado. <gasps> Sorry. Which I'm surprised you didn't even say that I'm gonna say it was one of her favorite songs of like all time and me too. I think that was like one of like the <laughs> first like B sides of EXO that I was just like, oh like this is this is great. It's so dynamic, and the vocals are so beautiful, and, like, the bridge is incredible. Just everything about it is incredible. It's just, like, ugh. It's just, it's just pure talent. The instruments are good, and, ugh, I just... Again, EXO is another group I will say, listen to all of their stuff. Manuela would say... Otherwise, Manuel doesn't like a lot of their earlier stuff. But again, it's just, it's like two songs that I don't like because <laughs> they sound like One Direction songs. So mm. <laughs> Brianna, did you say what songs? Did you say your songs? No, I didn't because oh. I was getting Leilani's. So um, Leilani says that she recommends um, Shiny's One of One and Aww. Red Velvet's Automatic. Yes. Yes. Great choices. <laughs> I will say of one of one, that was my first shiny comeback. I got into them like right before that happened. And my bias from that from Shiny is on you. And it is because of that music video because he was injured during that music video so he could do the dance and stuff so you watch the music video and so he just sometimes becomes the center of the screen is kind of just like standing there and he just like appears when his part happens and i just it really stuck with me and like also a very talented vocalist like he's he's out there doing the damn thing and red velvet we didn't we barely talked about red velvet but they're killing everything also but that could be for another time. We could we could do like yeah. We could do a part two, girl. Yeah, I think we've I think we've gone we've covered a good amount. I've written down or at least I tried to remember the songs that you guys said. So I wrote Wait, them down. Oh well, let's go, Brianna. Okay, <laughs> okay. I got sidetracked. Okay, so mine 
first of all, I have three because I was thinking of a B-side, but now that I'm thinking about it, I don't know if it's a B-side. But um, my two would be ATU's Inception and um, and Hyphen's Give and Taken. And oh, then my yeah. my B-side would be Stray Kids' Any. But I don't know if that would be considered oh, as a B-side because it has a music video. But well, some mus- some B sides have music videos. That's, That's my jam because it makes me want to twerk. That's that's me. Great recommendations from everybody. I respect all of them. Uh, wait, and high <laughs> given and taken. And also, cast. as a suggestion, if you want to get into K-pop, I would recommend starting with groups with not a lot of members. For real. Don't start with NCT. I there agree. are 23 of them. <laughs> <laughs> Even though we recommended their music, do not dive into them until yes. you feel comfortable. Because they're Correct. they're a lot. Yep. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> Alrighty, guys. So I think we should end this now. Now we have all of our suggestions. It's hi, mom. <laughs> My mom's always wanted to be a part of the podcast, and I haven't gotten her on there yet, but. <laughs> okay. Hi, mom. Bye, mom. <laughs> um, all right. So, yeah. So, this has been episode 22, the K Pod. Um, thank you guys for coming on. And let's see. So I have written all the songs down. I've written some of the artists and uh, labels that we've talked about so people can check them out if you want to get up in there. Um, If you are a fan of K-pop or think that we haven't and you want us to like, you want to honorably mention a song or a group that you like or that we don't know of or we didn't mention, of course, let us know on our comments on our YouTube or you can email us at stuckandhungry at gmail.com. Um, of course, if you love our cover art, you can follow my cousin Max at MaxMundaka on Instagram. And does anybody else have anything to say really quick? Uh, wash your hands. Wash your wash ass. Your ass. <laughs> yeah. Wear a mask. Wear your mask. Don't say it. And sanitize in public. Yes. Don't be an idiot. Don't cough and... into your hand. Don't sneeze right. into your hand. Don't be an idiot. And get vaccinated if you're able get to. Vaccinated get vaccinated when you right. can. Get both doses. And asterisks, wear your ma- mask correctly. Over the nose. <laughs> under your chin. <laughs> sit it properly. <laughs> and if Correct. you're around anyone that you think may have COVID, even though you don't have symptoms, asymptomatic people exist. Go get tested anyway. Yes. All right. Thank you. And COVID. if you like the video, smash yes. that like button. <laughs> <laughs>